All right, Avalanche fans, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening, and thank you for joining the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, bringing you another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche, and I feel like I sound better in my head. Hopefully, I sound better uh, coming through whatever you may be listening to this episode on, but uh, I do. I'm, I'm feeling... Uh, much, much better than yesterday. Uh, like I said, I think I sound a little bit better. I assure you it was me on that show yesterday. If you were thinking a imposter took over the show for a day or so, uh, I assure you that wasn't the case. So as each day goes on, like any sickness, it's uh, leaving my body and I, I am feeling better uh, by the hour. So now that you know, I'm getting over that, we are set to have. This is going to be a very fun show. Um, we're going to do the the three stars of last week. We're going to preview the game somewhat against the Ottawa Senators. Not like we need to do that whole thing over again. They just played them. We know what they're getting in in Ottawa, but we'll talk about it anyway. Um, and in the middle of all that, <clears throat> to kind of like honor the. Uh, Academy Awards, the Oscars that were a couple days ago, I figured I would go through and pick out some players on this year's roster. And if a movie was made about this team, who would play some of the the guys on our our team? What actor, and some of them aren't even actors, most of them are, would play specific players on our team. So we'll have some fun with that. Um, but first things first, follow the show on social media, on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche, on Instagram, search uh, Locked on Avalanche, and uh, send emails, questions, comments, concerns, you want your voice heard, you want to join the Fandom Friday segment, shoot me an email over at LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. Um, Twitter's been pretty active, and I haven't been insanely active on, on Instagram, and that's just... When you get sick, there's some things that you just don't want to do. So I assure people who maybe just follow exclusively on Instagram that those posts will start coming back uh, right away. So fear not, Instagram people. So like I said, um, three stars of last week. Not named Nathan, of course, because we could give it to him each and every week, and that would be just too easy. Um, Third star for this week. In, in my opinion, I think would have to go to Kale McCarr in, for two reasons. One, he, he just played dominant in many games in this five-game road trip. Um, and going through the games against the Sabres, he had an assist against Ottawa, a goal and an assist against Columbus, an assist. Uh, and against Minnesota, he had an assist. Uh, and this is just for last week, so I'm not including the game against um, Philadelphia, which I can't remember off the top of my head if he did have a, a point in that. It doesn't matter. But um, each game last week, he had at least a point. And in doing so, obviously became the uh, – actually, no, he did not. And now I'm thinking, as I'm saying it out loud, he, out loud, he did not have a goal, uh, a goal or an assist in that Flyers game because I believe it got taken away. We thought he had an assist, which had, would have given him the – uh, rookie franchise record in points, but it was later taken away, and then he got it back in the Buffalo game. So, uh, 
four game point streak for him. Um, he's just been he, he's come he's come out of this All Star break uh, ready to go. And I remember I had I just threw it out there, I'm not saying that he was gonna maybe have a, a, a letdown, but the possibility was there for any rookie to have a letdown because of the length of the hockey season. Um, and I didn't say he was it was going to happen in, but just maybe something to keep an eye on because these guys aren't used to an 82 game season. He doesn't show any signs of that, the the schedule and the rigors of the season being an issue whatsoever. Um, and I think his play this week will just keep going and keep catapulting him uh, into, I think he's projected for 67 or 68 points or something like that. Um, but there's nothing to say that this guy couldn't have uh, you know, a three or four point night a couple times in a, in a couple weeks and kind of just push him right past that 70 point uh, mark. I could absolutely see that happening. So uh, Camel Carr, third star, fantastic week. Uh, second star, talking about a, a guy who had that four point game that is that can come out of nowhere, um, and that's Burkowski. Um, against Buffalo, the one goal, three assist game kind of catapulted him to a second star for me. And he played well in other games too. He had a uh, one assist against Ottawa. Um, and then I don't, you know, nothing against Columbus, nothing against Minnesota, but <clears throat> two games, you know, Buffalo and, and Ottawa. And if you want to say those are against, you know, you know, superior, non superior teams, um, that's all well and good. But. Uh, and he was one of those guys that I said I think is is primed and ready to kind of. Continue. He's having a great season. A uh, little bit of a tail off going into the the All Star break, uh, but I felt he needed that break. It came at the right time, and I feel like he's set to have a really big second half, just like his first half was very big. And second game right out of the gate, four point game. My first star is gonna go. To Philip Grubauer, and uh, it's part he played very well, and it's part he needed to play very well, and it's part let's uh, you know all the people who are calling for our goalies' heads and for trades to happen left and right, and I am one of those guys that's I was against it, and then I came to uh, teetering on the fence on it. Um, not fully saying like we we have to go get a goalie um, at this trade deadline, but I was trending in that direction, and this is what he did last year, where he really took over after the All Star break, and he played he played great three games uh, that that he I am including the Minnesota game, which I realize is on Sunday. I, I am including that in this, um, but he had against Buffalo gave up one goal against Ottawa gave up one goal against Columbus, gave up one goal. And that Columbus game, and I said it yesterday on the Fandom Friday, but on a Monday um, with Kyle, that is, that, that's going to be a game to hang your hat on for the entire team. That was a tough, tough game. If you, if you watch that game, even go back and watch it, that was a very difficult game in enemy territory, a team that is giving you nothing. They're playing extremely well defensively and to come away with a win 
for that is, yeah, it's big on Nathan McKinnon for that ridiculous slap shot. But you got to give Philip Grubauer a ton of credit for keeping that that score where it was and giving the Avalanche a chance, which is exactly what he did. And we're not known for third-period comebacks. We're known for the opposite. <laughs> but uh, he deserves all the credit in the world for last week. Um, and then I say I'm including the Minnesota game. That's what the other guys, he obviously didn't play in the Minnesota game. And Francois did. And he played well, too. Not throwing him in the mix you know, as co-first stars, I'm not going to do that, but um, maybe, maybe there was just a a bad stretch. Every player goes through it. uh, And we had two goalies going through it and everybody was calling for their heads. Maybe we're over it. It's still something to watch. Is it the strong point of the team? Definitely not. Um, But I think it's something that, that if they can play like this, this team can go far. They they don't have to be amazing. It would be great if they are, obviously. But if they can be above satisfactory, this team is in good shape. And the way that specifically Grubauer played last week, uh, if we can get repeat weeks of that till the end of the year, uh, this team this year is definitely going places. So, Kale McCarr, number three, Burkowski, number two, and Grubauer, number one, the three stars of my week last week, not name Nathan. So I know we're all waiting for it. And uh, right after this, we are going to see what actors or people out there in the world who would play the team, the players on our roster if they were to make a movie on this year's Colorado Avalanche team. Stay tuned for that because it's very, very interesting. All right, so if you follow me outside of this show, uh, you'll know that I do another podcast with a uh, very close friend of mine that I've known since kindergarten. His name is Mark Turcott, and we do a show called The Enthusiast Life, and that is a kitchen sinks show with a focus on comic books and movies and television, and and we throw some sports in there from time to time. We throw some music in there from time to time, but it's kind of like a nerd, a geek culture type of movie. So we're always watching movies and always watching television shows. So with the Oscars that were a couple days ago, uh, we're, we're into that. We like just to see who wins. We don't, we're not the type of people that are saying like, you know, uh, oh, they won an award. So that is the end all be all. Like we don't necessarily agree, but we don't, we don't really care. We just kind of like, like to see where things fall. So I thought it'd be kind of a, uh, a fun thing to do to pick out actors that that could play the the players on this roster right now if they were to make a movie on the 2019-2020 Colorado Avalanche. So um, I went through just, this is not the entire roster, we got a handful of them here, Uh, but I think the the picks that I came up with are kind of dead ringers for the, the players that I picked, and we'll kind of go through them uh, and, and maybe just brief reasons why. And I figured we would start with the captain, Gabe Landeskog. And if you're you're thinking Gabe Landeskog, he's got the looks, he's got the hair, he's got the smile, he's got the captaincy. He just, the aura around him is just, it's everything that you would want to be if you were a hockey player. So who would you want as someone who, like who you would want to be in the, the movie world? And I think Ryan Gosling playing 
Gabe Landeskog is kind of a known no-brainer to me. He's got the looks. He's got the hair. He's got everything that you would want. So Ryan Gosling as Gabe Landeskog, our captain. And then I think figure we'd go to Coach Jared Bednar. And this is not necessarily uh, – uh, well, it's not. It's not an actor. I kind of went outside the box here and actually picked a head coach from another team in the college basketball ranks, and that's the Villanova Wildcats head coach, Jay Wright. Uh, if you, and I'm, if there's some people that you don't know on here, and there might be, uh, Google them as you're listening to this if you're able to do that. Jay Wright could fill in and be on the bench behind uh, the Avalanche players, and they wouldn't know the difference. They, they both have incredible sense of style, uh, similar-looking hair, but they just they, they have that presence about them, like tall, lanky, lengthy guys. So Jay Wright would easily fill in uh, for Jared Bednar. He'd have to take some acting chops, but I think he could do it. Uh, Nikita Zadorov, one of my favorite actors, Paul Dano. Paul Dano was in uh, There Might There May Be Blood, or There Will Be Blood. Um, Little Miss Sunshine he was in. Um, I think he has that look about him like uh, Zadorov does, where he he's seems like he's a soft guy, but will rip your head off. So I think Paul Dano would be a great fit for Zadorov. Sticking with the defense, Sam Girard has got to be played by nobody else other than Haley Joel Osment. Little dude, <laughs> uh, feisty little guy, um, and probably sees dead people. So I think Sam Girard is played by Haley Joel Osment. Tyson Jost, played by the Jonas Brothers. All three of them. Because um, when you're twins, you have to sub the, the kids in and out because there's uh, rules on how long they can film for. Um, and Tyson Jost is on the young end, so... Um, yeah, that fits, right? And they have the, the same look, they have that that young... I know he's not a teenager anymore, but he has that teenage kind of uh, Beatle-esque look about him. So the Jonas Brothers fit perfectly there. Um, Matt Calvert, I think, would be played by Edward Norton, who's easily one of my favorite actors. Um, you can do a side-by-side. They don't necessarily look the same, but like Matt Calvert has, like, in his uh, his profile picture, I guess you can say, has that like Edward Norton like smirk to him. And as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that is Edward Norton in like Fight Club for some reason, which makes complete sense why Matt Calvert would be in Fight Club. Um, Nazem Kadri, I went with alliteration here. Kadri is going to be played by Keanu. I don't think we need to, I don't need a last name there for Keanu. Um, Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon, I feel is like Gerard Butler. And the reason I say that is because when you talk to him, he's very calm, cool, collected. Uh, he, he kind of knows exactly what he's saying. He could, he seems like he's even like a little, just like sweet and cross him. And you, we've seen Nathan McKinnon angry on the ice. He has these, this is Sparta moments where he's just going to kick you into an endless ditch and forget about you. And that's Gerard Butler too. Really nice, sweet, innocent guy, but will rip your head off. Uh, so I thought that was a good pairing. Jonas Donskoy uh, is played by my friend Kenny, who I've known since first grade. They look exactly alike. When John, when uh, Donskoy scored his hat trick, 
there's a picture of him in the locker room holding the three pucks. And I sent it to my friend Kenny and said, when did you get signed by the Avalanche and get me some tickets? Uh, if he's okay with me posting it, I will put them side by side. It's hilarious. Eric Johnson. I think Eric Johnson should be played by Matthew Broderick. They have this look of like Ferris Bueller. Uh, like they look dumb on the outside, but they are so smart and on the inside and they don't project that. They want you to, to like, like Ferris Bueller did. Like he, he wants you to think that he's sick for the day, but he has the entire thing planned out. And there's so much going on behind that face of Eric Johnson that Matthew Broderick would be perfect for him. And two more, I think my two favorites, Val Nechuskin, absolutely played by Michael Shannon. If you don't know who Michael Shannon is, Google that name and tell me he is not Val Nechuskin. Uh, he was in he was in the Batman vs Superman movie as well as the other Superman movie. Um, apparently, he was in The Shape of Water, which I didn't see. I didn't have any interest in seeing, you know, the fish have sex with somebody. Um, But he was in an absolutely fantastic horror movie called Bug. If you guys want to see a great, great claustrophobic movie, uh, watch him in the movie Bug. It's a slow burn, picks up a lot at the end. But that's what hooked me on Michael Shannon. And he is Val Nechuskin to a T. And last but not least, JT Comfer. Um, I am a huge fan of the Impractical Jokers, and if anybody else out there is, you know who Sal is, and give Sal a dye in his hair to kind of change his hair to that reddish that Confer is, and he is JT Confer. Sal Volcano from the Impractical Jokers playing the 2019-2020 JT Confer of the Colorado Avalanche, so... Those were kind of just a handful that I pulled out. If you guys agree with me, if you disagree with me, if there's any other players on the team that you think, when I see this guy, all I think of is this actor or this other athlete or whoever it might be, I want to know because I had some fun doing this and showing it to some friends and they were like, oh my God, that's totally him or totally the coach or whatever. So uh, I'm curious to see what you guys have in mind. Let me know. Send me the... uh, direct message on Twitter or Instagram or send me an email. Um, so yeah, so that's it. I think that's, uh, I got a best picture lined up for, uh, next year by far with the, with Michael Shannon as Val Nechuskin winning best actor in my opinion. So, um, all right. So what we're going to do is, uh, we just have to, to preview the, the Ottawa game. And what I'm going to do with that in a minute is I found, a pretty cool program which will predict the score of this game with incredible accuracy. And we're going to do this on game days now. And I'll explain that to you here in a second. All right. So like I said, the last thing we got to do is talk about the game against Ottawa. And rather than just going through a preview of it, which we just did not that long ago, um, something that I'm going to add in addition to the previews, when you get a full preview of a game, with the exception of this one tonight, is I found a program online where you type in who the home team is, who the away team is, hit simulation, and it'll spit back a score for you. And it's not just, you know, you pick a city and another city and and run a simulation. 
apparently this is something that a lot of gamblers use. Um, and they will run simulations over and over and over again to kind of get a better probability of who they think is going to win. So these these teams that are in here are up-to-date stats, up-to-date rosters. <clears throat> and the way I'm going to do it, so I don't just keep hitting run simulation and you think I'm not just hitting run simulation, is I can only use this program once a day unless I wanted to pay for it. And it's expensive. It's like 30 bucks a month. Um, I think it want, it's either 30 bucks a month 120 something for six months or 250 for the full year. And I'm not going to spend that much to run a simulation app because if I had pay, if I pay that much money, um, number one, it wouldn't be that interesting just to keep hitting run simulation because I'm not going to hit run simulation um, just once and then tell you a score where the avalanche are losing. That's no fun. I think there's more fun in it uh, knowing that I can only hit this button once. That's it. So I can't, I'm not just blowing smoke up everybody's butt saying like, oh, he just keeps hitting it uh, until Colorado comes out on top. So all oh, these are, and I think if you if you buy it, you get a little bit more uh, in-depth um, stats. I don't know, but um, I, don't, I don't care. It's just kind of fun to do this. So all right, Colorado is the home team. <clears throat> Ottawa is the away team. Uh, not at a neutral location. All right, so here we go. We are running the simulation for the Colorado Avalanche at home against the Ottawa Senators. Run simulation. Let's see what we got. And it has predicted a 4-2 to two score with the Colorado Avalanche coming out on top. Win probability, 85%. Um, they give you ratings for how the team is doing and this is pretty cool um they give the avalanche an overall rating of 94 while they're giving ottawa an overall rating of a d minus uh so they give you kind of kind of some cool things here that you can play around with if you're a betting person and you keep running these simulations i, I wonder how accurate this actually is for people who bet i don't really bet that much so but for this one time avalanche are coming out on top four to two so uh We'll see. We'll see if that's true. I think this is a good thing. Like, if this is actually, if this is true, maybe I might want to put some money into this uh, down the road, knowing I might be able to make some money doing this just based on the one time I can run this. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool. So, there's your final score, folks. Four to two. I wish I could give you like who they would say would score, but that's just kind of impossible to predict. So, according to this, Avalanche will uh, continue their. Their winning streak, and I think we all think they will anyway against Ottawa, uh, who clearly is a struggling team. So, um, should be a good one. And we are getting closer to that outdoor game. Um, we will kind of uh, talk about that more on the Friday show, obviously. But, um, like they're saying, dress warm if you're going. I just want to throw that out there. Don't want anybody getting frostbite at a hockey game. So, uh, that's all we're going to do for today, guys. Follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, send me emails, who you think should play, whatever other player on our roster uh, in the movie that will be made on the 2019-2020 Colorado Avalanche. So, hope you enjoyed the show, guys. That's going to be it for today. See you guys tomorrow. Go Avs, go. And here's Joby.
Go, Abs, go.